The Branding Bay Podcast is a branding, business, and lifestyle podcast powered by the Life of a Tour Branding Company. I'm your host, marketing and brand strategist, Tara Sherman, and this is a platform where real women who are really putting in the work are discussing real topics. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Branding Bay Podcast. So for this episode, I am going to be bringing you a solo episode, and I'll be discussing a topic that I feel is very important, but it's also very challenging, right? Because anytime we are talking about our shortcomings, it's easy to kind of like brush them under the rug or try to overcompensate in other areas instead of finding ways to make our weaknesses or our struggle areas work for us. And so that is what the topic of this episode is, is how to use our weaknesses, how to use our struggle areas um, to fuel our success. And so I just want to give a full, full disclaimer. I love all of who I am. And I haven't always felt that way about myself, but I love all of who I am. Good, bad, ugly, um, better, best. Like, I love me some me. And I feel that every person, I will say every woman because, you know, this podcast is tailored to women. But every person should feel that way about themselves. Um, You should be crazy about you love you give yourself the love that you and i've been saying this lately that you so freely give to others because we are patient we are kind we are understanding we are nurturing to everyone but ourselves and i don't want anyone to ever be caught up on that hamster wheel of where you know you can see value in someone else even past their flaws but you can't see that for your own self And so my disclaimer is, I love all of me, but I got to keep it real at the same time. I'm not one of those people who are like, um, this is just how I am and the world got to adjust to it. I am in a constant state of, ooh, Terrence, that that really wasn't, mm, we could have did this better. We could have handled this like this. Or, you know, I'm constantly evaluating the things that are not working for me because I want to be, you know, like business. This is a business term. I want to be efficient and productive, but you know, I want to be happy and I want to have peace and I want to be able to pour into those around me. Like, I don't want to just be here. I don't want to be a taker. I don't want to be draining, but I also don't want to feel drained when I give, right? I want to find a balance so to speak. And so, like I said, I'm always trying to find new ways to get better. And that leads me into, (laughs) I got to laugh at this, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm a work in progress wholeheartedly. And there are some issues that I have struggled with that have been a thorn in my side since my existence, since the beginning of my life. And I work really hard at these things. Like, um, I understand. I understand that these things require 
continuous effort and continuous attention and continuous work on my end. And so what ended up sparking this topic actually is because earlier this week, (laughs) I was faced with a challenge, right? Because anything that you have not corrected is going to continue to expose itself until you correct it, right? For me, y'all, I'm not delivered from getting people together. Like, I'm patient. I'm a lot more patient, should I say. So I take my time in getting people together now, but I'm not delivered from that. And so um, I've had a, especially like growing up, I had a very explosive temper. Um, I fought like fist fight, physical fights, like a lot. Um, I can't even count the number of times I've gotten into fights like both hands, both feet. I need to borrow your hands, your feet. Like it's, it's a lot. And, um, it wasn't until I got to college that I realized that that wasn't normal. Right. I'm out of my environment. I am around, you know, I went to Michigan state university. I was around so many different people from so many different walks of life, so many different nationalities, so many upbringings, so many backgrounds And I had a friend, and this is the first time I actually felt like something was wrong. This is the first time I felt, like, embarrassed. Because, like, you know, where I'm from, if you're tough, like, you get praised for it. And so to be in a circle and I realized that nobody else in the circle has ever been into a physical altercation except me. And that's the first time I even, like, college, like, 19, okay? 19 years of life. So, for 19, the first 19 years of my life, <laughs> um, it was nuck if you buck for me, okay? So, now let me stop playing <laughs> because this is really a serious topic. And before I got to that point, like I said, I never saw... A problem and so now it's like I'm tuning in a little more like is this really who I want to be you know like I have a choice like these people have never been to a physical altercation like I don't that doesn't have to be a part of my life like I don't have to do that and so in that moment you know and it didn't happen overnight because I probably got into a fight when I went back home to visit for the weekend or some crazy um But in that moment, that's the first time I realized I had a choice. And so in my environment, like I've had different people that were talking to me. They're like, you know, you're an all-A student. You got all this stuff going for yourself. And this is how you're choosing to behave. And these are the adults in my life. And this is what, like, my grandmother, my grandfather, my mother, my father, this is what they're pouring into me. But then I go to school, and it's like a jungle out here. Like, it's like... The turn the other cheek thing is not working in this environment, you know, and it's kind of like I just adapted, like I, I adjusted, like okay, they need somebody tough here, like you can't turn the other cheek, or that's perceived as a weakness, and it makes you a target. And so I adapted, and um, so like I said, so earlier this week, I'm not 
that same person. Um, I'm not that same person as far as physical altercation and things like things like that. But as far as my fearlessness and my boldness and and me feeling the urge to you know stand my ground and speak up for myself and use my voice, that's very like those are dominant traits like in my life. And so when I do feel threatened or when I do feel quote unquote tried, um, these days I'm a lot more patient. And so I try to give people grace and I try to give them the opportunity to self-correct. Um, and if I feel like they didn't self-correct on my terms, my terms, which are not always, you know, um, so if I didn't feel like they self-corrected um, within the time that I approved of them and I find myself like getting you together. And so this week, it's like I was right there, like right there at the edge, like feet on the end of the cliff about to jump off like head first into this thing. And I had to take a step back and I had to laugh at it. And that part of me hasn't shown up in quite a while. And so I'm like, okay, Terrace, this is something that you need to pay more attention to, right? Because like I said, anything that you don't fully self-correct, anything that you don't, you know, fully work through, you'll constantly, it'll constantly expose itself. And so whether... You've had a flare-up every two days or every five years. You haven't worked through it. And so it will expose itself at some point. And I did take some notes, guys. Let me see. Dun-dun-dun. But I thought this was important because I feel like nobody, not nobody, a lot of people that I come across are not honest about what their shortcomings are. So it's always this perception of everything's okay. I'm the biggest. I'm the smartest. I'm the prettiest. I'm the, you know, I got this all together. And I think we're in this age of social media where it's like, let me show you my highlight reel. Like, cause I'm winning, you know, and I want to win in real life. I don't want to, you know, have to walk around with the facade on so I am honest about me because it's exhausting to be fake it's exhausting to to try to keep up a lie it's exhausting to um try to attach yourself to something that does not serve you or that does not serve um that does not serve your purpose And so I always walk in my truth. And when you are walking in your truth, like you are going to be judged. There are people that are going to stare. They are going to give you backhanded compliments um, as they pretend to be your friend or as they pretend to be your favorite family member, um, your favorite, your mentor, like this just it's just this just comes with the territory. They're gonna turn their noses up at you as if they've never ever done anything wrong in their entire 
lives like their their lives are perfect they've always made the best decisions they got it all together and that's another reason that people don't want to walk in their truth because it is like it's like you are on like the chitlin circuit or something like all eyes are on you and everybody's critiquing every little thing that you do and it's like look i'm just trying to be me okay and so you don't have to I'm big on this. You don't have to struggle or suffer in silence and in isolation because you're not alone. Like you're not the only person that is going to go through something. You're not the only person that is dealing with a challenge. Um, I feel like in life we face continuous challenges and we're continuously facing challenges because with each challenge we're growing more and more and more. It's like a muscle right it's like we got to build up our perseverance we got to build up our patience we have to to build up our knowledge we have to build up our faith of knowing that okay i've seen this this happened before like i already know that i can get through this and so i'm here for living your most authentic in your best life while actively pursuing your purpose So one thing that is important to do in order to use your weakness, that's a air quote, use your area of struggle to fuel your success is acknowledging what your problem areas are, right? Get a journal and map down some common things because some of us, you know, some of us really don't see our struggle areas. And so maybe start by mapping out what are some common themes, some common things that you see happen in your life. Like my biggest, the biggest challenge I've had in my life was my temper. But maybe you don't have a temper. Maybe you're overly passive. Maybe you just allow things to happen and you never challenge them or you never speak up. Or maybe you're so fearful that you don't speak up. Maybe you're so fearful that you don't go after the things that that you want. Maybe you're so fearful. Maybe that's why you haven't launched your, you know, your business, the product that you wanted to launch. Maybe that's why you haven't written your book. Maybe that's why you have the product, but you haven't promoted it because you're afraid of what other people will say. You know? Maybe that's why you haven't let your guard down in your relationship. Like, whatever the case may be, some of us are overly bold, <laughs> overly aggressive, and there are others that are extremely fearful. And there's this quote that I read and um, it was a quote by Will Smith and I tailored it to apply to my life but um, he was saying that you can't achieve your way out of childhood trauma I just tailored it just a little bit to say that you can't achieve your way out of trauma because all trauma isn't from childhood 
some of it was inflicted on us as adults. I mean, personally, I've had to overcome some childhood traumas, but there are traumas. There are traumatic experiences that I've had as an adult that I've also had to heal from. And I've also had to, to work through. And so I tailored his quote a little bit just to apply to the full circle of who we are as human beings. So you can't achieve your way out of trauma. And that's something that I had to realize as well, because I was in a space where I had achieved all of my goals academically. I launched my business at a very young age, and yet I was still attracted to things that didn't serve my vision. I was attracted to things that could have potentially destroyed everything that I worked for, attracted to things that damn near destroy everything that I work for. And it's like, okay, you, okay, Terrence, you have all these achievements, but then you go back and do stupid stuff. Like, so being stuck in doing things that we know don't serve us, but they're comfortable. They're convenient. This is what we know. Like, it's hard to get away from things that you know. Like, things that are familiar, even if you know they're no good for you, you you find comfort there because you know it, right? The unknown is what we're uncomfortable about. So... You know, I was given an example of how to behave in and it's just like the examples that I saw I took them and applied them into my life, incorporated them into my life because as you grow, that's what you do, you take on information. And you apply that information in the areas that you see fit. So if I have a learned behavior, I'm going to apply that behavior when my brain tells me that, okay, this is how I watch such and such react in this situation. So this is how I need to as well. And so you got to be honest about that. Be honest about your mental state. Be honest about the behaviors that you learned. Be honest about how they make you feel. Like when I tell you, I've been in so many fights and I even got so good as to say, oh, you know, I like the fight. Y'all, when I say I hated it hated it the most anxiety I've ever felt and I would go home and I would just feel like so dirty like as I like did like what happened like I just this is what I'm giving of myself to the world and like even at like 12 13 14 like I was feeling this stuff at a young age and it's like I just 
just stay on that hamster wheel. So you got to be honest about how things make you feel. We say a lot of things in survival mode. Or we say a lot of things as defense mechanisms. But even if you don't tell anybody else the truth, get you a journal. Like, talk to yourself. Be honest with you. Because life is all about evolving. It really, it really, truly is. And there is going to come a day. Like, judgment day is going to come. You are going to be exposed. Your exposure can come in many different forms. So if you wonder why you are still in the same spot, still on this hamster wheel, um, getting the same results, still going through the same experiences that you've had, that you've gone through time and time again. It's because you haven't, the first part is you haven't learned the lesson. But the second part is you haven't been honest with yourself. And if you are honest with yourself, you didn't do the work. You've been being too lazy. You're not willing to do the work to be a better you. So I strongly urge everyone to get a journal. And I say this time and time again, it's not a dear diary. Everyone had me fucked up kind of thing. This is a reference. This is something for you to reference. This is the situation that I'm in. How did I get here? Let me retrace my steps. Because a lot of times we end up in situations and we never stop to ask, how did I get here? How did I get here? And that's important. And so when you write in this journal, I don't care if you have a hundred things on your plate, get you a journal. When you write in there, write down the, this is the situation. Just stick to the facts. Because a lot of times we get, the facts get lost in the translation. The facts get lost in emotion. And we got to be honest. Like these struggle areas, what do... Like, what are they? Like, do you have a hard time focusing? Do you have a hard time being transparent? Do you have a hard time voicing what you need? Voicing what concerns you? Do you have a hard time overcoming fears? A hard time controlling your emotions, whatever they may be. Each person is different. Each journey is different.
It is. And it's so funny since being a since being a new mom, right? I <laughs> this concept of work-life balance, right? It never really dawned on me before. I had my child. And I'm like, oh, I feel pretty balanced. Right? And so while I'm speaking on a personal level, like dealing with the things, dealing with our personal growth, if we don't work on our personal growth, our shortcomings pour into Our shortcomings will pour into our professional life. So, so the things that you don't work on, the things that you don't work to improve are going to show themselves in everything else that you do. It's going to be an overflow. And that's why this whole talk of work-life balance is so important. Because if my baby gets sick, I need to take time off. I need to leave an important meeting. I need to walk out of an event. My colleague is going through a divorce maybe they need to take time off because it's not like they can be in front of clients crying in front of your co-workers crying so whether you run your own business whether you have a 9 to 5 Things that happen in your personal life, that can cause you to be off track, to be off focus. So in that moment when our personal lives are not working in our favor, our personal growth is not working in our favor, it it really don't matter. Oh, I work for myself. Oh, I work for a company. The fact, the bottom line is the same. If you don't show up, you don't get paid. Work still has to be done in both arenas. So if you're not focused, if you're off your square, if you lash out, if you do something counterproductive to what it is that you are working to build, counterproductive to your team, counterproductive to your environment, it's all the same thing, tomato, tomato. Life is happening to everyone. Nobody's exempt. And I used to have this whole thing of, um, I feel like I used to live in la-la land, like feeling like things can happen to me. The most real thing could have happened to me right before I had Carter. My father was in an extremely terrible motorcycle accident. Um, 
he was in a in the the call that I received when they were telling me about his injuries, y'all listen, I just was like in my mind it was no way that he could have made it. Right? So it's like the mental and emotional like preparation of who like this is it and I've seen so many other people um you know lose a parent or you know lose someone very close to them and I've lost people before but it's like a different kind of hurt like even with you know thank God um he is recovering and and um and when I say thank God I like really I really thank God um and it's like even something I even though with him recovering it's just me having that moment it's like a constant like okay you can get over it like you know that's something I'm working through it's like you can get over it because you know he's here um but I'm stuck in that moment of There are times when I do get stuck in that moment of thinking like Stuck in that moment of when I thought I had lost him And so it's a grieving process And that if nothing else showed me that I was not exempt from life happening That situation is something that showed me that I'm not exempt Because nobody in a million years could have ever told me that that was something that I would have had to face last year. And so, like I said, we're not exempt. We're not exempt from people scamming us out of all of our money. You know, this is the finesse era. We're not exempt from deaths happening in our family, family emergencies, sick children, falling ill ourselves, family drama. So let's be honest about what our struggles look like. Because if you want that struggle to work for you, because everything about who you are It's all fueling what it is that you were meant to do. So I used to to be like, oh, I'm so different. And then when I would, you know, have those flares where I myself was exposed, I would really like beat myself up. And I had to stop doing that because it's like all of this is what makes you who you are. Like it's that resilience. It's that toughness. It's that, uh, 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 I know what I want, and, like, I'm just going after it, tooth and nail. That has gotten you to where you are today. And those struggle areas are clues to what it is that you were meant to do. I struggled with self-esteem issues growing up. So I did, I launched a mentoring program. 
and I work with teens on building their self-esteem and channeling their energy and, you know, clarifying what their vision is, what it is that they want to do and how they could actually go about achieving those things. I go into different groups and I speak with these teen girls that look like how I once looked. Like, so I know everything I got all the time in the world. And because I'm transparent, I'm able to pour into them and able to give them something real that they can really use. Because, you know, we had a lot of academies. I mean, assemblies, sorry. We had a lot of assemblies, programs. And I, I feel like they bullshit us. Through, through a lot of those things And I don't offer that When I speak to teens Teen girls I'm very transparent And I'm very Action Steps How can we really make this happen What are, what are you trying to do Trying to get better grades How do we actually make that happen I'm an action kind of person I launched a cosmetic line. I pour into other women. Those things that I viewed as a shortcoming. It fueled a business for me. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't have anyone to show me the ropes. As I specialized my area my study area, focus, narrow down my niche. I'm good at branding. I'm good at marketing. I'm good at business startups. I'm good at product launches. These things, these are things that I pour into my clients. I'm able to pour free tools, free resources. So don't count yourself out. Your struggle is a passion clue to what it is that you are meant to do. And so that's all I have, guys, for this episode. I'm super excited. Um, you know, 2019, I was pregnant like the whole year. <laughs> and then... Um, the end of the year I was a new mom recovering on maternity leave things like that and so this year I'm doing a lot more um you'll see me as a vendor at a lot more events um with couture cosmetics I've also launched launching eight new products on couture cosmetics so we have four lip glosses two lip oils and two lip scrubs that are coming to shopcouturinc.com I'm super excited about that um and yeah just make sure you know make sure you stay plugged in go to um lifecontour.com and join the email list so you know you can get branding tips you can be the first to know about blog updates podcast episodes um special news special releases flash sales and so 
I truly appreciate you guys for continuing to listen in to the Branding Bay podcast. Make sure you follow um, follow the Branding Bay podcast on Instagram. I'm going to link the handle in the episode notes, but it is at Branding Babe Podcast. And until next time, guys. <laughs>